0: Good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the podcast for Selfless Sex and She Comes First. I am Dr. Nick Myers. Today is July the 19th, 2022, and I hope you all are having a great day out there. And right off the bat, I want to say thank you for everyone for listening to the previous podcast. And also, I want to say thank you to to everyone who dropped by the new website, drnickmyers.com, d-r-n-i-c-k-m-y-e-r-s.com. stayed there for a little bit and checked out some of the things. I really do appreciate it. It really does mean a lot to me. And also, if you go to the website, please be sure to sign up for the newsletter at the very bottom of the first page. So in today's podcast, I want to talk about something that has a serious impact on far too many men out there, and that is prostate cancer. And more specifically, prostate cancer and sexual health. Because if you did not know Prostate cancer, going through the treatments and the surgeries, and even some of the mental issues that come from having prostate cancer can have a serious impact on a guy, period. So in this podcast, I want to talk about some of the side effects that come from the treatments and the surgeries, some of the mental health issues that also can appear due to prostate cancer, and possibly some solutions in the area of prevention for prostate cancer, So let's talk about that today. So to get this podcast started, there are two main issues I want to talk about when dealing with the prostate, and I'm pretty sure you've heard of both of them by now. And the first one is called benign prostatic hyperplasia, or BPH. And you probably heard of BPH more and more recently, like in the news and in commercials due to new treatments that are coming out for it. And BPH is pretty much basically an enlarged prostate. And granted, their prostate will generally increase in size as men age, but there comes a case where their prostate will get too big and it will cause other health issues in men. And I also wanna say this, generally speaking, there is not a direct connection between BPH and prostate cancer, but BPH but BPH can also lead to other health issues. Number two is prostate cancer. And in this country, around one in six men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer at some point in their lifetimes. And due to the slow growth of prostate cancer, around one in 35 men will actually die from it. And I want to put an asterisk next to that because when it comes to prostate cancer and the African-American community, black men die at a higher frequency when compared to other races. And also, I have to mention some very important risk factors. Number one, family history. If If you have a father or a brother with prostate cancer, it more than doubles your risk of development. And number two, race. African-American men are more likely to get prostate cancer than Caucasians, and, when the, and the cancer is usually more advanced when it is discovered. And as I mentioned earlier, the prostate will naturally enlarge as men age. But in some cases, you, you may start to experience symptoms of BPH. And some of these symptoms could include frequent urination, especially at night, Number two, you have trouble getting a urine stream going. And number three, you feel like you're unable to completely empty your bladder. And the issue with prostate cancer is that in many cases, there are no symptoms at all. So it's there growing and you won't even know it. This is why I wanna say screening is important. And I'll come back to that later on. In this next section, I really want to focus in on prostate cancer and some of the sexual health issues that you can experience from it. So for example, if you happen to have surgery or radiation to treat the prostate cancer, both of those treatments can actually damage your genital area, making it more difficult for you to get an erection and even for you to have an orgasm. And to take this a step further, Let's say your doctor puts you on some sort of hormone therapy, and that will decrease the amount of testosterone that's in your system, which will have a negative impact on your sex drive, and also it will have a negative impact on your sexual performance. For the men who are currently in prostate cancer treatment, or those men who are post-surgery, one of the more common complaints is erectile dysfunction where where eight out of ten of those men report some sort of erectile dysfunction and also depending on what type of treatment you have it can have other effects as well like for example you can have a dry orgasm where you no longer ejaculate semen you may end up with a smaller penis depending on what type of surgery and or treatment you are currently going through And also, you will be less interested in sex due to a possible hormone therapy. Just some things for you to think about. So if you tell your doctor that you are now dealing with some sort of sexual dysfunction due to the prostate cancer surgery or the treatment, they may prescribe a treatment for you, which is great. So they may start you off with the pill. And I'm talking about the pill. I mean, Viagra or Cialis or something like that. And please keep in mind that they don't work with most guys anyhow. And what I'm about to say next is extremely important. Because if they were unable to spare your genital nerves, which help you to get an erection, Cialis and Viagra will not work for you at all. So that's something for you to keep in mind. So secondly, they may prescribe a shot to you where you give a where you give yourself an injection in your penis, which causes an erection. And many, and many guys don't like to inject their penis with anything, but it does work pretty effectively, though. And to continue, there is something called a penis pump or a vacuum pump where you put your penis in the pump and you can go ahead and have sexual intercourse with your partner. And that's great, too. That's one of the easier ones out there. You just have to make sure that that penis pump does not interfere or harm your surgical area. And finally, there's something more extreme, which is called a penile implant, where where it's pretty much an internal penis pump. But please keep in mind, that's another surgery in your genital area. You may not like that at all, but just to be fair, it is an option. So now I want to give you just a few suggestions on ways to decrease your chances of developing erectile dysfunction, regardless of if you have prostate cancer or not. So right off the bat, this is so true for everybody. If you exercise, if you eat a healthy diet, including vegetables, fruits, and whole grains and all that good stuff, and a healthy meat like fish, all that together, will decrease your chances of developing erectile dysfunction. And more importantly, guys, write this down. If you are a heavy drinker and if you are a heavy smoker, you are much more likely to develop erectile dysfunction. Now, this is one thing I don't understand, but I get it because I'm in my 50s now and I go with my buddies and they're throwing back all this heavy alcohol and they're drinking and smoking and they're playing in a band and having a good time but they've been doing that every weekend for the past 30 years. And now they're and now they're 50 and they wonder why they can't get as hard as they used to back when they were younger. Granted, now they are older, but still, I'm like, fellas, cut out that alcohol. If you're going to drink, drink the lighter stuff, drink some beer, not that hard, not that hard stuff, and stop smoking. Smoking is one of the worst things you can do for your penis. That may sound strange, but it's true. Just think about that, fellas. Eat a healthy diet, get some exercise, and please cut out that smoking and the drinking. And before I go, I just wanna make one more quick suggestion to you. Because yes, I do understand that prostate cancer can have a devastating impact on your sexuality and sexual health, but it will also have an impact on your mental health as well. And additionally, it will affect your partner in a way that's, that you're not even thinking about because your partner is your old sex partner. And now, they, and now they cannot be intimate with you as they used to. So some things will have to change, which is why I developed the idea or the concept of selfless sex a couple years ago. The one thing I want to support you in doing is going to counseling and going to therapy as a couple or by yourself. But still, sometimes they can offer different solutions or suggestions to help you to get through the mental blocks that you are experiencing because of the prostate cancer. So you and your partner can become a strong unit again and also increase your intimacy and your relationship. So in closing up this podcast. I just want to say this. Yes, I know this, is, this has not been the most sexy and erotic podcast I've ever done, but I do believe that this topic is extremely important for the men out there and also for the women out there. Why? Because I believe prevention is key here and your diet can, can actually help you out with that. And now there is a little bit of research out there which shows that eating the Mediterranean diet can actually help out and decrease your chances of developing prostate cancer. And also, I do believe getting tested when you go to the doctor is also very important. And there are two quick tests that the doctor can do just to check out the status of your prostate. The first one is called a PSA, and that's just a simple blood test, and that will will let the doctor know what your prostate is doing. Number two is the DRE, and that's the digital rectal exam. And that's, and that's when they put their finger up your butt to palpate the prostate, just to see what it feels like. And yes, I understand most guys don't like that test, but it's really easy to do, it takes about 30 seconds, it's in, you're out, and it's done. So if there are any types of lumps or bumps on the prostate or if it feels lopsided, the doctor will know what to do, which will probably make them want to run a new tests. So at the same time, I gotta say this, it is very important for you to go to your doctor and just get things checked out from time to time. Every six months, just get a physical, and in many cases, those are covered by insurance, so there's no out-of-pocket costs for you. If you want to have more fun, please feel free to stop by ProstateCancer.net. That's the site that I write for, and additionally, there's probably at least 300 other articles up there for you to choose from and educate yourself about prostate cancer. So. On that note, I'm out. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned and I'll talk to you soon.